0: Welcome to the Weekend Wrap Up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christy's morning show, Middays with Isaac and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. It was Mark's birthday this week and Christy got him a rather interesting present. Mm-hmm.
1: Hang on. Sorry, I'm. Having a hard time turning your microphone on here because my my guns are so big. I my, know.
2: You're so pumped up today my, on your birthday, Mark. This
1: is the most ridiculous thing ever.
2: <laughs> hey, so, hey, happy birthday.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Little did I know when I walked into the studio. First of all, there's this giant happy birthday bag.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I was a little <laughs> nervous because I was like... I got Christy reading glasses for my birthday, so like, mm-hmm. what is this going to be? Mm-hmm. But I got to say, I like my new six-pack. Yeah, it's a good look. the gun's here. It's a
2: good look. If I you want to see what Mark is wearing, you need to go to the KLRC Morning Show Facebook page because uh, he's, I don't know, he's hes looking pretty pumped up but today. This
1: is, you know, <laughs> I was like, I thought I was going to have to do a lot of work to to get into the shape Coach Meg is trying to get us to, but... This was like overnight.
2: Yeah. Maybe you can be an inspiration at the gym. That's my hope. And maybe it will inspire, you know, well, I don't, everybody
1: maybe I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's going to inspire my wife. I'm going to wear, we have a little date today. I'm
2: going to, <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: I'm going to wear
1: this.
2: You totally
0: have to wear it, Mark. Like Christy says, if you want to learn more about what happened and get to visually see what Mark was wearing, what he's talking about, you can head on over to the KLRC Morning Show's Facebook page. Up next is a positive difference story that touched my heart.
1: All right, so this is pretty cool. Grammy Award winner Chris Tomlin, of course, played lots of his songs here on The Positive Difference. He and his wife Lauren started a nonprofit called Four Others, and they decided to have a little fundraiser. In fact, this was the second annual gathering; just happened a few weeks ago. They happened to raise twelve million dollars
2: at is one event. Unbelievable! Four hundred people, twelve million.
1: Yes, incredible. They had a little golf tournament. They did some kind of a special ladies' event. And then just they had a night where they kind of shared their heart mm-hmm. for it. Um, Yeah, 400 people showed up together. They said to do together what nobody could just do alone. Um, they had some folks with some names you might recognize as part of the crowd. People from the sports world like Drew Brees, Kirk Herbstreet, Ben Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. all were there. Love it. Folks from the music world like Vince Gill and Carrie Underwood. And they were all there, too. And, yeah, together in one event raised $12 million. Chris Tomlin said this, because of the generosity of our guests, we're going to be able to fund even more adoptions than we had planned this year. So that families can focus focus in on welcoming their new child wholeheartedly without financial
2: stress. It's amazing. That's pretty cool. You know, Chris Tomlin, just if you don't know his story, you need to look it up because he truly, he was not seeking fame. He didn't want to be this big famous singer or anything like that. He truly just wanted to be faithful to God and just to watch how God just has made him such an influencer throughout the entire world. I mean, it, talking about performing in front of hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. and then being anywhere from at literally performing at the presidential inauguration to doing things just like this, yeah. where you have a nonprofit where you're affecting thousands of children. I mean, awesome. it's just... It's pretty amazing. It is really, really cool. Just a a testimony to just be faithful, you know, in the little things Uh, and and let God do what he wants to do.
1: A younger Chris Tomlin probably would have never imagined, hey, someday we're going to be able to start a nonprofit. We're going to be hanging around with all these people and we'll see God provide $12 million
2: to help families adopt kids. Changing lives everywhere. It's pretty cool.
0: Adoption, foster care, taking care of kids is something very important to me and very near and dear to my heart. So it nearly welled tears in my eyes to hear what Chris Tomlin did and how they're working to get kids into loving homes, doing the Lord's work right there. Up next, the morning show, Shake Things Up for the summer, switching to a new game with Chaplain Justin that's really going to challenge them.
1: A new game for us for the summer, because we're taking a little break for the summer from Battle of Generations, so we'll be back in the fall. A
2: little bit different.
1: Mm -hmm. But Chaplain Justin is here, and we're going to play a game called
3: Bible... Or not. Good morning. Good morning. I'm ready for this one. (laughs) So So, this is my shining moment. He's
2: going to try and stump us. Is it us against Chaplain Justin? He's got
1: some phrases, and they are either Bible or not, and we have to try decipher which it is. Okay. Okay. Now the good news is, um, in sixth grade, I got an Iwano Award, so I'm well versed. (laughs) He had one of those badges. That's good. I'm pretty sure I won the sword drill at least once. Oh, yeah. good sword drill. Yes. Christy's been through BSF. They studied the Bible there. That's very good. So Christy and I are in fantastic shape to take on
3: the chaplain. Well, I have Google on my side.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Let's see how this works out. So if you stump us, you get the point. Good. If we
3: correctly identify it mm-hmm. as Bible or not, we get the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do three rounds. Okay. Yeah. I, want, I want to take a traditional slant to this. Okay. We're going King James version. Okay. Ask. Ask. Okay. Ask. okay. 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 Right. And we're just going to ease into this, but I okay. plan to throw... Curveballs. Okay,
1: so if it's actually Bible, it will be the King James version. Exactly. Otherwise, it'll be
3: something yeah. else. Okay. And the theme? Uh huh. I'm planning on having the theme. Okay. Is wise speech. Wise speech. Okay. 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 All right. You ready, Christine?
2: Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about wise speech, and um, that's been part. <laughs> that's been my problem most of my life. A sword in my side. We may be in trouble already. All
3: right. <laughs> All right. Well, what do we got? Round one. Yeah, well, maybe some of these Bible verses, or not, will help you. (laughs) I hope so. Okay, here we go. The mouth of the righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. So, if it has covereth, it's either Bible or Shakespeare. Right, (laughs) it could be
3: either one. Same era, same era. Right.
2: Um, Does that sound like Bible to you? Yeah, the word violent kind of threw me off a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that kind
3: of got me too. Because I I, 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 as we started, I was like, oh, this is Bible.
2: Yes, me like, too. Oh. Same. I, I felt know. the same way.
3: Um, I wonder if this helps build the faith of our listeners. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. The word violent, I uh, it just doesn't feel like a King James. You think that's trickery? Yeah, I feel like okay. he's tricking us. So we're going to go on. I mean, the first part of that verse feels yes. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, Mark.
1: What's the tough one? Let's go now. He's probably being tricky. The okay, beginning.
3: let's go now. Okay. It is Bible.
4: Oh, what? Proverbs 10,
2: 11. Does it say violence?
3: It does. Violence oh. covereth the, the more mouth of the than wicked.
2: It threw both of, of us.
3: So another okay. version would say that uh, that their mouth... Conceals violence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. it's their heart okay. it. that has ill intent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. One point for chapter. That's Justin. fine. I'm All feeling right. a little violent right now. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let's <laughs> 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 just take a deep breath. Everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Round two. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Let thy speech be better than silence, or be silent. Let thy speech be better. Okay.
1: I don't
2: think this is. I don't thing. either. You I know. feel
1: like that's... It, f- it feels like it's from a Shakespearean play or
3: something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm
2: going not Bible. I'm with yeah. you on that.
3: Okay. We're going to say not. We have not Okay. Bible. Dionysius the Elder. Oh, yeah. Of course. Predates Shakespeare know. by quite okay. a while.
2: Right? I thought I <laughs> that, that century sounded BC. Yeah, like D-Man. <laughs>
3: Do you, yeah. do, you, do you know him personally? Yeah. Yeah. I've just read him so much that he's like. That's what. Yeah.
2: I've just read him so much. I just referred him as I thought that would demon. be trickier. but No. Because, okay. You, so we're all tied yeah, up yeah, now. Tied yeah. Up.
3: Okay. Okay. Final I felt like
2: I I saw that one a mile away for some reason. I don't know yeah. why.
3: Wow. Wow. You've I guess suddenly I just built know D-man. confidence. Yes. <laughs> okay. Last Line one. Right. Bible we or not. So uh-huh. we're tied, though. Yeah, we are tied
2: up. One to one with yep. Justin. He's one one. We won one. Okay. okay.
3: Okay. Now the quote Bible or not. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Mm. Whoa. Mm. Okay. It feels very familiar. Mm-hmm but I don't know the King James very well to know. oh um, True confessions. <laughs>
1: what, what, did you say it one more time again?
3: Okay. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. I, mean,
2: I it's think it is... also
3: good uh, weight loss plans, too. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <Just> a... <laughs> yeah.
2: I think Coach Magne's that, yes, yeah. at the, in her gym.
3: Uh-huh. Um...
2: I think it probably is Bible. I am, I'm
1: I feel like it's probably Bible. I'm, I'm with you. I'll go with that.
3: Okay. So, all right. We're going to say Bible. It is Bible. Yes. yes! Proverbs 13:3, King James Version. Okay. All right. So it's interesting that violence bothered you but destruction did <laughs> <Right>? not. It's <laughs> not so much <laughs>
0: I think it's funny how Chaplain Justin said he was going to take it easy by starting with traditional King James, but honestly I think it was more difficult with the flowery language. But they didn't do too bad. Excited to see what else Chaplain Justin has up his sleeve. Up next is Robert from Middays.
5: A high school graduate has been making a profound impact on social media lately. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC, and I was reading this story about Lydia Owens. She is the valedictorian and senior class president at Woodmont High School in South Carolina, and so she was giving the graduation speech, and she said, even if you accomplish all of your dreams, or none of them at all, you are still valuable, and you are still good enough because you are made in the image of God. So here she is, Lydia, sharing her faith in just a a three-minute speech, and she goes on to say that she learned a lot about what success means, too, and her definition of success changed after her mother died, because after that tragedy struck, she wasn't looking at her grades or her accomplishments. She was remembering the words of her mother, who said that she can always, always depend on Jesus. Mm -hmm. 90.9 KLRC. Good afternoon. I'm Robert. You know what June 18th is, right? That's Father's Day. It's coming up. And it's got me thinking about my dad. Now he passed away several years ago. But there's a lot of things that I understand about him now that I did not understand back then. You know, he was a kind of a tough guy, a little rough around the edges, but he taught me how to work hard. He taught me the value of putting in sweat equity. And so I can see now that the weight of, you know, just carrying his family kind of turned him into that but i know on the inside he was a big softie, so i don't know i'm just appreciating my dad right about now and maybe we can all take a few minutes to do that before father's day gets here It's really not the best idea, and yet 9 out of 10 of us, we do this. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC, and it turns out that 9 out of 10 of us will throw away the instructions of something we just purchased and start using the product without even reading about it. And I know that's happened to me several times. You know, one time we got an air fryer, and I just plugged that bad boy in, poured something in to cook it. It was gross, because I was supposed to, you know, rinse it out first and do some cleaning on it. I didn't know that. (laughs) So maybe today could be the day where we decide, you know what? Instructions are there for a reason.
0: My jaw dropped when Robert said nine out of 10 people throw away the instructions. I must be that one person because I always make an effort to read the instructions. They're important. This doesn't mean I fully read them, however. I I make the effort, especially if it's new technology or something electrical like an air fryer. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Up next is Anson and Kara from The Drive Home.
6: All right, Kara, this is a world record I know you are going to appreciate. Okay. Rosie the cat (gasps) lives in England. Okay. And she is celebrating her 32nd birthday. Say what now? 32 years old.
4: Not in cat years. Actual Actual human human years. Wow.
6: Might be the oldest living cat in the world.
4: Seriously? They're
6: not sure. They're working on trying to verify it.
4: That's incredible.
6: 32 years old for a cat.
4: I've never heard of this. I haven't either. Wow. Her
6: uh, owner, Lila Brissett, says she's only ever taken her to the vet twice.
4: Wow. (laughs)
6: She's just a naturally very healthy cat, apparently, Aww. and uh, celebrated last week with a salmon cake
4: oh, prepared cute. by a local
6: cat cafe.
4: That's adorable.
6: Lila says uh, she honked half of the salmon cake already. <laughs> I expect she will wake up at lunchtime and eat the rest. Aww. There won't be any left by tonight, don't That's you so worry. Cute. Sounds like uh, Lila and Rosie have it pretty good. No kidding. And uh, yeah, I think any cat owner would be pretty excited if their cat oh. reached 32 oh, years old.
4: For sure. Anson, as a parent, are there times where you ask your child a question and you're not really sure you want to know the answer?
6: (laughs) Uh, Far too often. Yeah, you
4: know exactly what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. right? There's a viral TikTok going around of a mom and her uh, six-year-old daughter. They've just left the nail salon and her mom... I thought she caught a glimpse of something sticking out of her daughter's pocket. Okay. And so she stops, turns on the camera wisely because she knows something hilarious. (laughs) Something's going down. Yeah, something's about to happen. And she says, do you have a worm in your pocket? (laughs) And Kylie is the little girl's name. She stops, kind of looks at the camera for a minute and goes, yeah.
6: (laughs) What's it to you? I mean,
4: yeah, like, (laughs) I mean, obviously, why wouldn't I? And then she says, why do you have a worm in your pocket? Kylie says, I don't know. She's like, "We'll take it out right now. Take it out of your pocket." So she reaches in there and digs around and pulls it out, mm-hmm. and it's still squirming around yeah. surprisingly. Okay. And so she's like, she's like, "Do you want it?" She says to her mom, her mom's like, "No, I don't want it. Throw it away." <laughs> and then she's like, "Okay." So then they stand there for a second and her mom goes, "Do you have more in your pockets?" And she goes, Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. She's like,
4: we'll take them out right now. She reaches in. She comes back with two like handfuls. What? Two handfuls full of squirmy worms, and she just kind of casually like, yeah. what is she doing? I believe her exact words were, "I just, I just like them." (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna carry them around in my pockets.
6: I saw this quote from Beth Moore today. Flourishing is not painlessness
4: oh. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Sad we day. We kind of wish it
6: was, don't I, we? I, I do. <laughs> I think we usually think, at least I usually think, about flourishing as painlessness. I, yeah. If
4: yeah. someone asks
6: me how my life is going and my answer is everything's going pretty good, that mm. usually means I'm not experiencing a lot of pain, right? Right, right. But if there's something going on in my life that is causing some pain, yeah. my conclusion is like, well, things aren't going that well then. Right. We tie the lack of painful experiences to the idea of being successful. That's true. Or flourishing. Uh, This last Sunday was Trinity Sunday on the church calendar. Mm. And at church, we read the final verse in 2 Corinthians. Mm -hmm. It's often used as a benediction, words that Paul spoke over the church that he was writing to and that we continue to use today to speak over each other. Mm. It says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And I think it's a really important verse because Beth Moore goes on to say, Flourishing is not painlessness. I'm convinced it's presence. It's the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ, the presence of the love of God, the presence, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit with us that causes flourishing.
0: Pain and flourishing seem to be total opposites, but that word flourishing reminded me of flowers in my garden and the seeds starting to sprout up from the dirt. I don't personally know what plants feel when they're growing when they're pushing into the light, but I imagine it's not a fun experience. Maybe it's painful. Growing, I think, can be painful, but then we start to flourish like flowers in bloom. At the end of a very difficult experience, I feel like I've grown and learned more and became more of the person God has made me to be, and I think that is flourishing. Pain can exist with the beauty. The cross, after all, is an example of extreme pain and glorious beauty. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Love everything that Anson and Kara shared about that. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.